What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba 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 ba. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the touchiest topics with a with a touch of what, Terence? A guru slap on the face, man. <laughs> yeah. I realized I said touch twice also. It's all about the touching, yeah, man. Yeah, it's the all physical about, contact this week. Yeah, contact, contact. Physical contact this week. Yeah. But but yeah, man, how 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 I know last week you started off the week well, then by midweek you were destroyed. How are you doing this week, man? No, I think I think it's it's uh having a bit of a health scare last week has made me a bit more uh more cognizant of, of everything that I put in my mouth this week. Uh. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, one of those probably mm. life-changing kind of illnesses, lah. You know, and then yeah, everything that you put in your mouth, lah. Correct, correct. Yeah, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but it's, it's. I mean, you have to be very careful what you put in your mouth, lah. Even down to your toothpaste, yeah. toothpaste and everything, it affects your. But are you uh, like lifestyle? So now everything organic, uh, Everything organic toothpaste, all. No, no, no not necessarily. Mouth, but but you learn to listen to your body a lot more. I think. I think that's what I've. I've come to appreciate ah. like just like being still and just listening okay do I really need this extra bow or extra whatever you know <laughs> to, to feel better about myself and then just remembering how sh- shitty it feels to like be be hugging a toilet bowl at the end of a, after mm. a meal and everything I think that that, that does a lot you sure yeah. you sure it's not like one of those when you get drunk and then you're like, I'm never going to drink again. Then two weeks time, you're drinking your mind off again. Uh. No, I mean, yeah, like, if you're younger and you can afford to to go through multiple hangovers, that's fine. But when you're when you're older, it's tough, man. Every every episode like this, like you know, uh, yeah, you you just taken away from life in general for another week, and then it's just not it's not fun after a while. Yeah. But yours was a virus and not food poisoning, right? Yeah, and it wasn't COVID or anything, is it? But but. It, just the whole the whole going to the medical system and and then like you know when I went to the doctor there were two people who had COVID who were in the same the same vicinity as me and just feeling scared mm. that I'll bring home the virus to, to my unvaccinated uh, kid and everything it, I mean, yeah. it makes you it makes you feel like oh am I the irresponsible one in the family and all that you know I see, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah so that's about it but yeah 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 Cool, mm. cool, cool. All right, so we got lots to talk about. Yeah. We got lots to talk about. Moving on from Terence's uh, state of health. No, I mean, uh, I think it's also that, relevant to uh, the idea of like, you know, being a man, being a man of the family, <laughs> and, and what does it mean? What does it mean to uh, care for for your the loved ones? Uh, right. Oh, so that was your segue, which I totally missed, lah. Yeah, la. I mean, nice yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, you understand when you <laughs> when you are when you are father when you are father one day also you'll understand. <laughs> Ah, yeah, don't give me this, sh- this hol- holier-than-thou uh, shit. La. <laughs> but uh, before we get into that holier-than-thou topic, uh, are we plugging anything today? What are we plugging? I think the... Or just the... The most important thing... Uh, uh, I mean, not the most important thing, la, but one of the most important uh, ways that we gauge how how our podcast is doing everything is our subreddit, la, right? Like, mm. like we've, we've always been very big on uh, please come down and leave a comment on subreddit if you feel strongly about something. And I see people do, yeah. doing that. You know, sometimes they just come down because we spoke about something that they are particularly, what is particularly dear to them personally. And I appreciate mm. that, you know, in the sense of uh, just, even just finding one other person who shares, whether it's a one-shock thing or even just a way of looking at something. Uh, it reminds me that I'm not alone in this world. 
in dealing with a lot of these issues as well. Right. Wow. Wow. And I remember the last time, was it for before we crossed the 1K mark mm. where you were on an active campaign? Now we're almost at 2K. La. Yeah, yeah. It's probably something like that. La. Almost at yeah. 2K, guys. Yeah. If we can cross 2K, that would be pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so head on over to our subreddit. The link is in the show notes. That's right. That's right. All right. All right. Now that we've gotten through all the the, the basic hygiene stuff. Niceties. What is... What is the first topic of the day, Terence? It is the one topic that uh, we j- everyone has an opinion of, of la. and y- yeah, you, you're everyone. not you're not right, you're not wrong, but everyone has an opinion, la. right? Yeah, I think even like, this, it's probably going to be hard to stay away from this if you are in a if you are connected to the internet, la. yes, correct, right? Correct, uh, correct. And and it is the. <laughs> the incident at the recent Oscars, which mm. kind of shocked the world, man. It shooketh the world. It broke the internet. Yeah. Um, and it also almost broke uh, the face of a comedian. Like, because mm. what happened was, during the recent Oscars, when legendary stand-up comedian Chris Rock was about to present the award for Best Documentary, mm. um, he was kind of you know doing his thing, making jokes, um, um, as comedians do, and making jokes of the attendees, like, mm. which is what people do at Oscars. Like. And he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Will Smith's wife, mm. and that she was preparing for G.I. Jane 2. Like. Mm. Because of um, her, because she has, I mean, uh, she's been having uh, hair issues, like, right? Like losing... Uh, actually, it's auto, autoimmune, yeah, alopecia. Alopecia, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has to, yeah. I think she's now shaved her head entirely because of that, like, right? Yeah, it's an autoimmunity, autoimmune dif- uh, disease uh, that results in like yeah hair dropping yeah. So he made that reference, and then he kind of carried on, and then he's kind of said, "Oh, oh, look who's here!" And then it was Will Smith walking up on stage, mm. and then Will Smith proceeded to smack him in the face, yeah. walked off, shouted the same line twice, which is "Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth," yeah. and. After that, Chris Rock still kept it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and about 20 minutes later, Will Smith won the Oscar for Best Actor. La. Yeah. And then he gave a speech. Yeah. So, so when was, how do you hear about this whole thing? Because a lot has happened since then. Mm. But how do you hear about it? La? I think it happened even while we were recording our last podcast. So, uh, mm. I think uh, a friend of ours sent it over to us and everything. But, uh, at first, I yeah, at first I thought it was a it was like a staged thing, you know, because because mm. the Oscars are you know I mean obviously it's, it's, it's we're talking about actors and actresses, you know, and uh, Chris Rock is a very well known comedian, uh, Will Smith yeah. is known as the Mister Nice Guy, uh, Mister Mister Positive in in entertainment. So I thought there's yeah it has to be staged, uh, and and he apparently he still won Best Actor and everything. So I was like okay, it, it was just part of the show lah. But after I watched yeah. it, then I realized oh, how awkward the whole the whole thing actually was, uh, right? So, so your first interaction with it was watching the clip of just the slap, is it? Yeah, just the and slap. And then after yeah. that, you watched the extended one. No, I watched the extended one from the get go, Yeah, the whole thing, Ah, yeah, yeah. same for me, Because uh, my uh, yeah, after we finished the recording, I walked out and my fiance said, "Oh, do you see that Will Smith uh, slap Chris Rock?" I was like. Yeah, la, of course, la, Oscars, yeah. they put up a f- performance. So I went on YouTube and yeah, I just happened the first video I clicked was also the extended one. Yeah. So when I saw him walk up, 
I was like, okay, la, this is a skit. And then because he slapped him so hard, you can't really see his hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I thought it was kind of like a poor stunt sequence. La. And then uh. he walked out, I was like, confirm skit. But then after that, I heard him shout that line and you can see the other people around the table just sit up and go like, what the hell? What the hell? And then he repeated it again yeah. with that quivering, quivering face. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like sheer anger. Yep. And I was shocked, man. I mean, now even watching the clip makes me feel like, Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. it was, uh, it's, it's not something you'd expect to see at an Oscars show. La. You would expect, I mean, the, the worst cringing you've seen at Oscars is probably when when the roasting, when the roasting of a star or something gets a little too too dicey or too overboard, that's as awkward as it gets. But to see a physical, uh, you know, an assault, like essentially a slap hap- hap- like that happen on stage, is uh, yeah. yeah, never seen anything like it. I mean, and even yeah. then, the Oscars are relatively tame compared to the Golden Globes, like, where Ricky Gervais mm, was mm. famous for really saying stuff that you hear, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Yeah, you um, can't believe that so, he said certain things. The certain things he says about, say, Mel Gibson, and then Mel Gibson mm. appears on stage next to him. You can't even believe that. Like, like how how, the, how are they holding the composure together and everything, like, right? Yeah, and then he what, could refer to Bruce Willis as Ashton Kutcher's dad. Yeah. <laughs> which is in reference to Ashton Kutcher going out with Demi Moore at that time, yeah, Bruce Willis's yeah, yeah. ex-wife. Yeah. So yeah, so Chris Rock's joke, uh, he 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 poked fun at Jada Pinkett Smith. Will Smith slapped him. Um, and then after that, the world kind of like, every, like what you said, like, everybody had an opinion. Like. Yeah. So but I think it's also he, important to point out that the, uh, Will Smith, while accepting his Best Actor speech, mm. uh, Best Actor Award, gave a speech where he apologized to almost everyone except uh, Chris Rock, but also said that uh, you know he 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 uh, it, I mean basically love makes you do crazy things like, and he it was out of love that you know he he was trying to protect his uh, his family or whatever. So he also mentioned uh, how even the role that he played as Serena Williams and Venus Williams' dad uh, in the movie King Richard also was mm. along those lines. Uh. so so you know and and then he received a standing ovation from the Academy. And then he was in tears and everything. And apparently he went to the after party after that and was, you know, photographed dancing on a dance floor, still very happy and everything. But the day yeah. after, he released a longer statement, a longer uh, press release where he, then he apologized to Chris Rock saying that he was out of line and, you know, he it's just that the joke about Jada made him react that way. And, and, and yeah, so he, you know, he just apologized for, for you know, doing something that's so selfish and, and everything lah. Yeah, so so what 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 are what are your thoughts? Uh? let's just dive straight into it. Uh, what are yeah? My thoughts are no. What I'm I, I think I think there's a lot of opinions out there. Every, I think everyone can read about. It. But what I'm surprised yeah. about the most is that there are a lot of people who are coming to Will Smith's defense, uh, saying that oh yeah. you know uh Chris Rock crossed the line and uh, you know nowadays. You you know people don't respect lines and boundaries, and then they cross the line and talk about family, and uh, this is what happens. Ah, not condoning it, but these are the consequences of 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 speaking about people's family and all that. And I'm surprised because the joke about um, Jada Pinkett Smith's hair is hardly the worst joke that you could possibly make about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith right now, like, Right? I think. Uh, mm. To give, I, I think to give some context. Do you know the context of like what's been going on in their relationship the past uh, couple of years? Kind of, but please enlighten us. 
Yeah, so so Jada Pinkett Smith, I mean, the, the Will Smith family, they're all celebrities, right? Jada Pinkett Smith, even the yeah. kids, Willow and Jaden Smith. Uh, and they've all, you know, been been known to have uh, very interesting personalities. Uh, like, I think Will Smith is rumored to be, you know, big Scientologist and everything. And 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 uh, Jada, I mean, Jaden and Willow Smith have their own uh, very interesting, very interesting perspectives about life, lah. So more recently, mm. I think one or two years ago, they they started this reality TV show called The Red Table, where Jada mm. Pinkett Smith talks to. Uh, members of her own family, whether it's the Smiths or the grandmother or and everything, and they talk about very honestly about uh, things going on in their lives, like whether it's depression or, or coming out and things like that. I think like Jaden Jaden Smith has has come out as bi or uh, or something similar. Like, I can't remember already, but he, he came out uh, saying he's either asexual or something like that um, on the show, and then uh, but more recently. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, admitted to entanglements. Uh, the word she used was entanglements. Entanglement. <laughs> when when she and Will Smith were actually separated for not separated, but were actually having issues for a while, she she I mean had an affair uh, basically with uh, one of her kids, one of her kids' friends, uh, right? And yeah, uh, yeah. literally, she literally talked to Will Smith about it on their show, and 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 a lot of people are saying like. Uh, you know, kudos to Will Smith for for keeping it together in spite of of, of all these things. Like. And then later it came out that 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 you know they've been having an open marriage, an open relationship, and it's been working out for them, and it's it's a unique situation and things like that. And and I mean, there's a lot of people on the internet saying that Will Smith's heart was like broken, and he's just sort of convincing himself more than than anything like that. His marriage is fine and everything. Yeah. So if you wanted to yeah. really make a joke, a really nasty joke about Will Smith and not, you know, not taking care of his family or that, there's a lot worse jokes you could make than the joke about her hair, lah, right? So mm. I was very surprised that people are, that there were a lot of people on my feed and on, you know, in the comments and everything defending what Will Smith was doing as standing up for his family, you know? On your feed also, on your feed also. Yeah, yeah personal friends. People I know. Personal friends, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But how how were people commenting on those on those posts? The, they were just like, you never call them out. It right? was the it was that word lah. They were saying that you don't you know uh you don't cross the line and then expect there to not to be consequences for it lah. You know, so so a lot of, is that yeah. a lot of that oh you cannot talk about family you cannot make fun of family don't make fun of my children kind of thing lah. Yeah, I think I think one one point that um. I think I've seen some comedians also agree that, okay, like, the joke is not the best joke. Mm. You know, mm. she has a medical condition. You never want to punch down as a comedian. Like, mm. And medical conditions that are out of people's control is normally like, hey, don't make that kind of joke. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I also think like, oh, Chris Rock is so damn good. Mm. He doesn't need to make jokes like that. Like, right? Mm. Uh, I've seen some people say that he didn't know that she had a condition, but she's been very public about it. But yeah. I mean, as much as people are public... Um, like I can imagine people not knowing the exact details about other people, but if you ask me, I think the joke was not a good joke. Mm, mm. But the thing is, I've also been quite shocked seeing so many people come to Will Smith's defense. Like, thankfully, mm. not on my Facebook feed. Yeah. Um, but on Twitter, uh, certain mm, celebrities mm. coming out. Even the videos of Will Smith getting hugged after he walked off stage and the standing ovation. Yeah. It just fucking blew my mind. Yeah. That. 
that uh that that happened lah. So so in um, your I mean so in your in your mind like what what should have been happened what should have happened rather than a standing ovation and and everything lah. Um, first of all, don't stand up. Okay. Um, uh, and you wanna applaud? I mean, you can go ahead and applaud, but yeah, just the stand up is like the next level. Mm. Um, because I mean, it's still an award ceremony. Okay, you're giving awards, and that was almost too shocking to unpack right there and then. Yeah. So if anyone clapped, I'll be like, okay. But the moment you stand up, uh, I'm like, yo, man, what, is, what are what you the supporting? Hell? Right? Yeah. Because I think, I think above the line. Jim Carrey yeah. has come out even and, and said, and Jim Carrey is a, you know, also a very famous comedian, right? He's come out and yeah. said it's disgusting line and, and that Will Smith should have been escorted out of the of the place. Lah. You know, there's there's no room for anyone to to lay their hands on a, com, a com, uh, comedian just because you don't like the joke. Lah. And if you think about it, it's like, you know, it's like you're, you're a guest at, a, at an event or something. Um... Don't even say don't even say slapping somebody, but just walking on stage when you're not invited to walk to come on stage. That's really like really really breaking the protocol, right? It's almost yeah. like how Kanye West, you know, uh jumped the stage when Taylor Swift uh won her won her video music award all those many years ago and people made fun of him. So you know, I just felt like um it's almost like Will Smith is like he's too he's too powerful to for there to be repercussions in that moment. That's why nobody dared to like stop stop the show and escort him out or anything like that. Lah. Yeah. 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 So so I saw one analogy on Twitter which I thought was quite uh, on Reddit also. Lah. Like um, there's one thing about okay, being a guest at an event but in any other situation let's say you're at a restaurant, right? Mm. A diner gets up and punches another diner. Mm. Uh, it would be so weird to see that diner sit down um, and you know after he pays the bill people like clap. Lah, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, depends, it depends. Like, well, depends, all right. But I mean, okay, depends on what the guy he punched. No, but in any case, like yeah. the guy, if it's an act of self-defense, if Chris Rock kind mm. of threw something yeah, at yeah, Jada Pinkett, yeah, then okay lah, Will Smith again. But he took something that was non-physical mm. and turned it physical. Yeah. So this way, when I see people defending Will Smith. I'm like, yo, man, yeah. like, in any given situation, you are turning something non-physical into something physical. Correct. How the fuck does that make sense? Okay, so, I mean, I, I think there's a... Uh, uh, everybody, like I said, everybody has an opinion. You can go and read all the different celebrities. I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, on his own Substack, he wrote mm. a very good uh, very good article about very good. how is it yeah. even... Uh, why why Will Smith's actions were bad, even for the, like, the black community, uh, even for men, even for women, you know, standing up for themselves, everything. Uh, but yeah. I want to ask you la. So you're telling me there's no situation that you uh what something say somebody says something to your fiance, there's no situation that you will turn it physical and punish a person. I think if it's not threatening, right? Mm. Uh like not physically threatening threatening my fiance, yeah. I don't think I would. Not physically threatening. I don't think la. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I would. So if somebody says, I'm gonna beat I'm gonna beat your wife and he I mean he's just standing there, la, but he's not I'm gonna he's just saying, I'm gonna punch her. Will you punch him first? Uh, I would like to think that I wouldn't lah. Okay. I would be in defense mode lah. Okay, you stand between in them or something lah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. But you, you. Um. Yeah, I think if it's just insults, I think. Uh, yeah, I I think you can you can you can be a physical barrier between people who look like they're about to you know explode into a fight lah. Uh, that still doesn't yeah. mean you need to throw the first punch. In fact, when you throw the first punch. 
that's when uh that's when you lose that not only the moral high ground but also the uh, you know being able to say that that you didn't start the fight like you were just doing it as self defense or what like, right that is yeah, the, yeah. the part like. just just make sure you're not sucker punched like. I think being sucker punched can be can be very dangerous you <laughs> yeah, know correct yeah 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 <laughs> you like so, get so ready sure you're in your karate yeah, yeah, you have to stand by, get ready, yeah. and, and everything. Uh, okay, so basically there's no situation that you would you would throw the first punch uh, based on something someone says to your wife. So what is the line that, that will make you throw a punch in that case? If they try to do something physical. But let's say they just tap the shoulder and that. Then. No, even then, I, I don't think so. Mm. Like... Because okay, because I admittedly have never been in a fight. Even though like sometimes I'm like, you know what, I just want to see how I fare in a fight. Mm-hmm. Um but then I also got older and realized that you can be as determined as and thick skin and think you never give up. Mm. But if you're fighting with someone who has the potential to beat you up, you are fucked, right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> There's no amount of determination that can make you because last time I, I used to think, you know, like, oh, you know, any fight I won't give up, I'll be like a dog and all I will be able to fight. They're like, no man, that's mm. one thing. And then the second thing is Fighting is almost like if you are getting in a disagreement and raising your voice. Mm. Sometimes it's almost a bit more destructive, line. You just, you just cause more problems that way. So I would like to think that even if it's tapping, you know, I would, I would push, push the guy back. Mm. But I don't think I'll throw the first punch, lah. Correct, correct, correct. Mm. You? Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's uh, and I think it's important also, lah, to that you, you, you be an example to uh, you know, young people as well that you don't want to use, don't necessarily always react to insults. Uh, or even if you can't get back to it, you can't, you feel like you're being unfairly treated or anything. Doesn't mean that you should try to react with violence, uh, whatever situation it is. Violence should be the absolute last option. Uh, right? I mean, we're, we're here talking about, oh, Russia, don't, you know, Russia, don't bully Ukraine, don't do this. Eh? I mean, the, you then you have to stand, if you if you believe that Russia is being a bully in the case of dealing with Ukraine and things like that, right? Then you got mm. to you also have to try to practice that in your everyday life, lah, where violence is the last resort for resolving any any disputes you have, lah. And and you know, in, in, in this day and age where where we had Trump as a president and you know he's basically throwing insults left, right, center and everything. Imagine if everybody just reacted with violence to to something that Trump says, lah. You know, it would have been yeah. the Royal Rumble in, in the White House already, lah, right? In fact, Howard Stern himself made the comparison between Will Smith and Trump, yeah. saying that they're essentially the same person because they both get away with things nobody else would get away with yeah. because of who they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, like, if you imagine some other person who maybe not as well-known uh, as Will Smith went on stage, right? Mm. Chances are he would have been escorted out, right? Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, so that's the problem right. also because Will, Will Smith is such a loved, almost universally loved and beloved character. By by anyone above the age of uh, above the age of of ten lah maybe I don't know uh, yeah, yeah as long yeah, as you, exactly. you you've you've watched a movie you've watched movies or watched TV in the last 20, 30 years you will probably know of and and probably like Will Smith he's such a likable guy and everything you know so for him and, to throw a punch yeah. like that and for it to still be so ambiguously received by the public it will embolden. Or it will somebody out there will definitely be watching and thinking, yeah, that's how you should respond whenever someone talks about your wife and your kids. Uh. you should respond with a with with a slap. You know, that's the that's that's when you cross the line. But that's the thing. Uh, where the line is crossed, I think is a very uh, it's something that needs to be more more clearly taught to people. Uh, right? 
I'm not saying yeah. that you, you should never, you should always, you know, if someone's beating up your child or beating up your wife, then you just, whoa, 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 let's use yeah. words and results. Yeah. No, you, yeah, you, got, you got to step <laughs> in. If you got to step in, you got to step in. But, but yeah. that line has to be, you got to be clear where that line is. And I think right now, the problem is a lot of people have, have an idea, have, have this thinking that just talking about family or children means cross the line already, which I disagree with. Lah. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. It's, of course it's distasteful, of course it's unpleasant, but it doesn't mean that you resort to physical violence. Lah. Yeah, and and if you're not Will Smith, probably you you would see, hey, fuck, if I'm going to punch the guy, I will get in trouble. Yeah. But for Will Smith to do it so blatantly, and the funny thing was, if you watch the clip, he initially laughs, yeah. right? Yeah. Then the camera cuts to uh, Chris Rock, and then suddenly, and and uh, Jaden, you can see Jada Pinker roll her eyes. Like. Yeah. Then like the next moment, we don't even cut back to Will, we just show mm. him walking on stage. Yeah. So who has the footage for those few seconds? Yeah, you know, yeah. like, Footage-wise, right? I'm damn curious what happened there yeah. and whether there was any reverse angle shot that yeah. shows Will Smith's face as he's walking towards Chris Rock. Yeah. Because I think Chris Rock also was like, oh, you know, laughing about no, it. Yeah, you see, blah, blah. If you see Chris Rock's body language, his hands were behind his back. He was leaning forward yeah. almost. He was thinking that, oh, it's like a roast like that where the, this guy is going to come out and say something like to, to just, you know, just yeah, put yeah. me back. Lah. So he, I'm sure he wasn't expecting to any physical anything at all. Because uh, I'm sure these guys know each other from, you know, for entertainment and, and being Hollywood for so long as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like watching two old friends or acquaintances get into this like really unpleasant uh, scuffle, uh, right? It's like next time we do a Yalabad live show and you say something to me <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Terrence, then I fucking yeah. slap you. <laughs> Yala, slap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's, and if you watch the slow motion, you can see the slap. You yeah. can see the point of contact and it's it's like a legitimately hardcore slap. That's why people have been saying, well, Chris Rock has quite a chin. You know, he didn't, yeah. he didn't collapse or something. And he's close to but 60 then, already, right? Yeah, so so then I was thinking, hey, is it because it's Chris Rock? Because Will Smith is a big guy. Chris Rock is not the most physical in stature, la. Yeah. Stature, right? Yeah. But if it was like say Joe Rogan, would Will Smith still have done it? Yeah, yeah. Fucking Joe Rogan. Um uh, I know people are gonna wince when we mention Joe Rogan, but as a has a physical uh specimen, he's a beast, la, right? Yeah. Uh, and then it almost makes me think like, hey, Will Smith, you pick on someone your own size, like you know, like someone is throwing words at you. Yeah. Um who and you walk up and you're bigger and you slap him mm. and you walk off so non nonchalantly and I think I think what you said earlier is the bigger thing like because it's been interesting to see how uh, celebrities have been reacting mm. the fact that a whole bunch of people give him standing ovations hug him and all you get one side and you get people like Tiffany Haddish yeah the uh, African American uh, comedian who says who said on uh, when she was interviewed on People when I saw a black man stand up for for his wife that meant so much to me mm. and while the world uh, maybe the world might not like how it went down but for me it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen yeah that fucking blows my mind like and and that points back to the the article that Kareem Abdul Jabbar wrote which is actually really really eloquent mm. and he talks about how it sets black women back as well because it enforces the notion that black women need to be protected by their, their male, yeah, by the man, you know. Yeah, yeah. So so his article was was super good. We'll put it in the in the show notes. But yeah. another thing also like because um, cause the you know how like uh, the one thing that we've heard about the Russia Ukraine thing about how Russia invading Ukraine 
it's a global thing because it's going to upset the world order, right? Mm. Um, I think in general, like you read articles dissecting it, they're saying that the past few decades, no matter what genocide, civil wars happen within countries, the one rule that generally is still universally seen is like, yo, don't fucking do this, is where you just walk into your neighboring country and try to conquer it, mm. right? Now, the fact if Russia does it, it really sets a whole precedent of countries increasing their defense budget because mm. in their mind, fuck, if Russia could do it, every country could do this to us. And like, I think you're starting to see the defense budget creep up and all. But you bring it out to a micro level, right? Like even Kathy Griffin, the comedian said that now every comedian out there is going to be thinking, is there a Will Smith in my audience? Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. the boundary has been broken for any performer. Yeah. Like if people see Will Smith do that and even he's getting all this shit but still getting so much love it, like like what you say like it'll embolden them and that's fucking scary man mm-hmm. can you imagine next next Yalabad show we need security is <laughs> it <laughs> someone disagrees with you and comes to slap you but, disagrees but, come and slap but I also wanted to uh, cause actually a few weeks ago something also happened to to who someone who was a very also a very beloved uh, beloved uh, figure in his community lah uh, something similar also where the the MMA fighter George Masvidal who mm. had one of the most one of the most fairy tale runs in the UFC in 2019 and he went from being a journeyman a guy who was like you know losing one third of his fights and basically going nowhere in his career la. he went from that to in one year to becoming one of the biggest stars one of the biggest stars in the sport la. biggest names mm. because just of the uh, I mean, he had a fl- uh, lightning in a bottle where he won a, a couple of very big fights, big upsets. And, uh, you know, he, he the, the way he sold his fights also and the, he just the attitude he was showing out, everyone loved it. And even The Rock was like putting a belt, the the BMF mm-hmm. bad motherfucker belt on him by the end of 2019 after a, a big fight with Nate Diaz at Madison Square Garden. Uh. So I, I'm only bringing this up because... Uh, about three weeks ago, I mean, he been, then since then he's been on a losing streak. Like, he has basically, I uh, mean, he lost a couple of title fights and then he lost to someone who who a lot of people don't like. Who you know, a fighter named Kobe Covington, who who mm. bitches a lot and 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 basically says very unpleasant things to try and sell fights. Uh. so uh, this George Masvidal, uh, he lost the fight to Kobe Covington. And 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 it is still there was still a lot of bad blood between them. But apparently, George Masvidal allegedly like jumped Kobe Covington uh, outside a restaurant in Hollywood, lah, uh, in California, after like a, mm. a week or so after the fight. I think he he sucker punched him from behind, and and you know, and I think Kobe Covington lost a tooth and everything. So Kobe Covington filed charges, lah, and George Masvidal got arrested and everything. And a lot of people were just. Uh, were just uh, I think the I mean the mixed martial arts community was just disappointed la, that that one of the one of the big stars one of the big names of the game uh, you know who who literally had twenty five minutes to punch to punch the other person in the in a ring or legally punch another person in the ring had to resort to you know j- jumping him from behind at a restaurant in order to get his way and the reason and the reason Josh Masvidal did it was he said it's because Kobe Covington talked about his family talked about his kids and talk about his wife and all that you see not not his wife the mother of his children and all that la. Mm. so it's again it's one of those oh you know you cross the line and you talk about family and all that. actually then then when people analyze what Kobe Covington actually said all he said was that that George Masvidal was not a good father he's a deadbeat father to his kids <laughs> so technically you could say that he was actually pointing out something that was that was meant to help the kids also like you know but but yeah, la, yeah. so he hurt his ego and so, he, so a lot of people are very disappointed 
Okay, so there's that, right? That's quite similar to this Will Smith thing. But then there's a, another incident a few weeks ago, also an ex-mixed martial, mixed martial arts fighter named Cain Velasquez, uh, who's been charged with attempted murder because he took a shotgun and tried to shoot a man who had allegedly been been molesting a younger relative of his at a, at a daycare, daycare center. So Cain Velasquez has been charged, arrested and charged with attempted murder uh, because he tried to shoot the guy. But a lot of people in the MMA community have been coming out and pouring their support for him because he stood up for his young relatives who got, who got molested at the daycare operating center. <laughs> so I think like they're even like offering to crowdsource his bail money and then you know his legal defense and everything because they they feel that yeah a line was was very clearly crossed in that incident and they support Kane Velasquez in you know even attempting to shoot the guy with a gun you know. So that's what? where I'm like, I, I'm I'm very interested to hear what people think, where where you think is the line. Uh. Like if someone, you know, you know that someone molested your younger relative or your niece or your, your beloved niece or anything at a daycare center, would it be, would it be, would you be angry if they resorted to physical violence? Maybe not shooting, but they punch the person when they see him. Would you be okay with that? Uh. <laughs> I mean, even then, the punching, it, it feels like there's already like like the law in place for that kind of things, right? Yeah, yeah. Must must it still be violent? So I w- I would not. Support, I'll say you 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 cordon him off. You call the police and you you don't don't fucking take the physical side of things into your own hands. Uh. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. I think like, I think that's what I would say. That's what I would feel. Yeah. Um. But I I, I mean, or, or, for for me as a as a as a dad and everything also. Uh, I, I can't. I can't say uh, the emotions will be crazy, la. It's different, yeah. yeah. Like if you know that your crazy, kid got, you know, got handled or got, got, you know, uh, assaulted at your daycare center, you know, where you felt like where they were, where they're supposed to feel safe and everything, la. I don't know that kind of emotions. I I cannot imagine dealing with that kind of emotions and just be sitting That's there and true, just saying la. to yourself, the law will take care of him and all that, la. You still, you probably yeah. still like. It, it's. I mean, that's where like. <laughs> If someone tells me that, oh, that guy crossed the line when he molested your, you know, your your kid or whatever, yeah, I think, yeah, I, 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 you know, it's very hard. It's very hard for me to say, yeah, that you know, that you still must maintain whatever line and all that, la. That's true, la. Yeah, That's true, la. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, because I thankfully have never felt that, but I can imagine emotions running high, la. But yeah. so then a punch compared to taking a shotgun and trying to shoot him. Mm-hmm. That one got difference, like. That one got difference, like. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think the guy was. Because I mean, Kane, the 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 guy who who the ex fighter. I think he was out to kill the guy, la, Basically. Yeah, I yeah. think that there was this one very, very uh emotional moment in the court uh in the U.S. court when the gymnastics coach for the U.S. women's gymnastics team, mm. um, was in court and there were there were statements given by these two girls who had been molested by him. Yeah. Um, and the dad was there as well. And the clip went quite viral where the dad just asked for one minute uh, alone with the doctor. Mm. Uh, the judge said no. But then the, the, the father lunged and was pinned down by the police. Yeah. And I think in that moment, like what you said, I don't think anyone felt like, hey, this guy this guy is doing wrong. Like you can see the emotion is fucking sad. Like he just wanted to to vent all the things he was experiencing. So yeah, so so I think hearing what you say, remembering that, yeah, like, I think when it comes to that sort of stuff, there's no guarantee how people will react. Yeah, 
but shooting is still like then you're taking the guy's life into your own correct, own correct. hands. But you know, you know the crazy thing is that like Dana White, the president of UFC, uh, Khabib, Nurmagomedov, the WWE superstar Rey Mysterio, they've all come out and wrote letters in support of of Kane Velasquez so that he can get bail because he's been denied bail, you know. Even Dana White. Yeah, even Dana White, the president of UFC. Oh. So it's like, wow. It tells you what people think about where the line is, like like the very clear line of what you cannot do and all that. Because because the, the thing is, Phil, you know when you were saying that like there's the line that you're shifting, in some way you look at the the the, the terrorists like, who have been vilified, right? Mm-hmm. Their line is that if you insult their God, their religion, they have the right to kill, right? Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, that has been a line where people are like, yo, man, you can't kill in the name of religion. Mm. But then now, are we getting more okay with people hurting in the name of family? And mm. if that goalpost is shifting, right, then at some point, fuck, well, if you insult my hair or something, maybe you can't punch, but you mm. can pinch. Uh. Pinch. You know, <laughs> then it just gets, then you can, then you can keep increasing and that is yeah. like, it's, it's fucking scary. Like. And nobody has, has kind of, talked about what Chris Rock is going through. He's yeah. been quite silent. I think he handled it very, very uh, respectfully and dignified. Like, I think yeah. he came out the... Actually, I I mean, you're sort of embarrassed forever. That the clip will just go on, live in forever, la, right? And he's like traumatized. La. Yeah. Like you're doing your craft, you're doing yeah. the stuff that has made you so uh, famous and someone comes and it's like, if we are recording a podcast... Someone hears what we're saying, just opens the door and punch me, punches me in the face. Yeah. Chances are, next time I record a podcast, I would like lock the door or something. Like. Yeah. I mean, remember the time when Amos E was just walking the court after all his nonsense? Yeah. And then someone just ran then out to him and kind slap. of slapped. And the person also went to jail, like, right? Uh, so even, yeah. yeah, as much as you disagree with someone, you know, it's just remember it's it's not worth it like, to get in a scuffle with them physically because you also end up going to jail. But one thing I want to say is that Chris Rock, I think... Uh, um, he also, I mean, he he's also got uh, like he divorced. He had a very um divorce from Messy his wife for many right? years. Even though, even though, like in his stand up and everything, you you know, in his early days of uh, not early days like, in his for the longest time in stand up, like literally talking about the difficulty of marriage was part of his act, uh, right? And in more mm. recent years, he even talks about getting divorced and how messy it is as part of his act or so like. So, um. If anything, Chris Rock probably can can identify with a lot of the issues that Will Smith was is going through in his marriage with Jada Pinkett Smith as well, like how difficult it is and all these things. So I, I'm just, you know, it's kind of sad just to also know that, uh, you know, two guys from the same industry and, and, and everything, rather than sit down and commiserate over, over things that they share in common, you know, they they ended up like having this scuffle like this lah. I mean, the positive for Chris Rock is that the ticket sales for his upcoming tour has has skyrocketed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think because people know that, yo, man, He's this gonna is going to feature in his comedian or something. Yeah, yeah, At yeah. some point, something's going on. Okay, but you know, like, I don't know, did you ask your, your wife, like, what what she would expect you to do if there was a Chris Rock who came, came yeah, up yeah. to you? So right? I think I think she was quite clear to me that, that uh, oh, yeah, I mean, he was defending his family. He, she, she said outright, you know. So Still she's okay with Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Yeah, standing up for oh. standing up for family and all this. Really? Yeah. yeah I'm but, so glad my. Yeah, but maybe maybe but without the the understanding the the more the bigger context of things I think I don't think she she's analyzed it as much as you and I have lah. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm glad when I when I asked my fiance, she said if I went up and slapped the guy, she would be embarrassed for me because that's not the way that uh she would ever want things to be solved. La. Okay. And I was like, okay. I hope that remains. I'm going to quote you on that in future. <laughs> we test out, we test, we stress test, stress test her the next time we meet. <laughs> we plot someone when I'm walking with her outside and you just say like something like, yeah, uh, yeah. and see how I react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stress Lord. test. Yeah, stress. <laughs> see if she rolls her eyes and gives you that look. <laughs> yeah, I will have to quote her on 29th March. Uh, you said so and so, so that I don't have to punch the guy. I can give him a stern look and I can confront him out, uh, after that which is what Will Smith could have done like, you know, he yeah. could have handled it even during his speech or something there's so many ways yeah, he so could have ways. been like yeah. so many so ways so many ways he could have handled it and came out looking like the the bigger the bigger cooler dude like, right yeah. yeah because it's Will Smith no? if he wants to talk to the to a global audience he can do it in seconds no, and, and he's a right. he's a rapper he's a musician he's an actor he's a wordsmith uh. I mean pardon the pun yeah. he, he knows he knows uh, he knows how to use words to 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 make people do things like you know, yeah. yeah. So so then stress I stress set. test your wife also. Uh. next time I'm at your house, I say something and see whether you punch me, Terence. Uh, probably yeah la. I mean I, I yeah la. The one I you want to do that? That's I, I just that's your own pasta already. I already told you what her opinion is of it. <laughs> no, but yeah. her opinion is one thing: is whether you agree with the opinion or not. Then it'll be the same thing like Maybe I make the joke, you laugh and all. And then she looks, and then after that, I I, I find myself unconscious. Uh. Unfortunately, I mean, but for you, different. Cause I know so many ways of 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 uh, riling you <laughs> up, other than punching you, lah, or making your bed really true, bad, uh. other than punching you. <laughs> I, I know a lot true. of the tricks and the buttons to press to, <laughs> rather than you punching got a you. Home, <laughs> a whole menu of items yeah. to choose. Uh. Yeah. They'll probably be worse than punching me. Let me take out the menu. <laughs> Let's start from page one. <laughs> how to how to make Harish's day bad without punching him? <laughs> that is true, man. That yeah, is true. Yeah, uh, that'll be worse. That'll be worse. A lot worse. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, Mm-mm. but but uh, yeah. We speaking of this. I mean, okay. I ultimately can. Can we just? Because I think uh, some people have asked. Okay, Minister Funny, can you sort of uh, comment on this? What is uh, so our official stance is what? Uh, let's put it out there. Since every comedian worth their salt uh, it has, has an opinion about it la. so official stance towards Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is uh, I think that's uh, uh, despicable and unjustifiable mm-hmm. uh, and yeah la. should never lay that's your hands it, on someone for, for, uh, for saying something that you you don't disagree, disagree. Or, or don't like la, right yeah, 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 and there are many other ways I could do it, but it also feels like Will Smith is clearly undergoing something. Yeah, he clearly has some issues to sort out. Yeah, and that I hope that he he finds a way to deal with that. Yeah, I mean he is a very even for us like personally he is a very beloved uh, character that we grew up with, West Philadelphia born and raised and everything. So yeah, I mean we only wish him and his marriage and everything all the best for Neela, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. Cool. But speaking of conflicts, that almost caused people to come, go to punches. Uh, we were also facing a lot of that in Singapore the last few mm. days, lah. Right. And yeah. What What was this issue? Um. It was the the aftermath of the Omega collaboration with Swatch. Uh. And the release of their limited collection and the chaos and crowds that it caused, lah. Uh, yeah. So, so I mean, more specifically, it was about how even politicians started chiming in, like mm. Law Minister uh, Shamugam, 
kind of saying that because I think there were a lot of videos about people shouting at the police and answering back to the manager of mm-hmm. the Omega shop in Singapore. And basically, what Shamugam said, it's a, it's not a matter of life and death, lah. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. And yeah, and what what made you? Sorry, what? What what made you want to talk about this? No, I think I think it's a. Uh, the the lines were insane, lah, right? The lines, the lines to get the watcher. So this is coinciding with Singapore opening up and crowds being allowed to get together, and also coinciding mm. with what I feel is a, I mean, in even just for just for uh, just for fun, lah. These watches are are pretty interesting moment in the history of Omega watches, lah. Usually Omega oh, watches yeah. are very expensive and they're very inaccessible to the masses, lah, right? They're usually mm. uh, priced in the thousands, if not tens of thousands. Um, so for Omega to have a collaboration with uh, Swatch, and they share the same owner, the, the both companies share the same owner, to have a collaboration with Swatch is to finally uh, put put Omega branded watches in the hands of younger uh, younger consumers who would typically not mm. own Omega watches, and uh, it's 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 very rare la, in a in a very in an industry like the watch industry, you know, to have these kind of very, like uh, collaborations between uh, big old brands and and uh, younger, cool cooler brands are like Swatch. So, mm. um, I mean, just as a watch, it's as a, as a series to commemorate what is commemorating also, which is the mission to the moon and everything. Uh, it's pretty cool, uh. So I can understand why people want to get a watch, but uh, the I think the important thing though is it's not even limited edition, so. Um, people who are lining up for it, I think, I don't even know why they're lining up. Is it to because you, you probably can't sell the watch so much like Maybe just for a short period, you probably can sell it for a slight profit if anyone wants to buy. But in general, yeah. there will be more stocks coming. So maybe it's just for bragging rights to to be wearing it for the first couple of weeks like Right. Um. Mm. So so that's why I thought it was was quite interesting about the whole thing, like the psychology of why, um. Why people were so obsessed to get the watch, even though knowing that you can get it later or you don't have to be the first to get it and everything. Why why do you think so? Actually, I mean, I really don't know because a few days later, there was also this article about how the uh, Uniqlo opened up in Amokyo. And despite there being 26 other Uniqlo shops around Singapore, there were lines of like two hours at Amokyo just to go to that Uniqlo. Yeah. And I'm guessing Uniqlo is somewhere near the central, so you can just take a train a few stops away to even Bishan, yeah. and there's a probably a Uniqlo there. So I don't know, man. Um, but, but that one I, I can I, I can justify it lah. I think usually like uh, for these openings or new stores and all, they have they they sales, more, uh, yeah they have some special sales that are very unique to the store of some special items or mm. you know like even a Uniqlo Amokyo branded like tote bag or something like that that's unique lah right that's you don't get it anywhere else so I can see people trying their luck to see if they can get something that is very unique that they can sell you know sell on carousel for profit or what lah uh, oh so you're saying that it's almost like okay it's almost like a, a chance to get something that they cannot get something uh, otherwise yeah, right? yeah correct correct yeah. so maybe that was the thing with the Omega Swatch thing everybody thought because Okay, I didn't know that the whole collaboration was out, but I'm also not a not a someone who who, who uh, looks at watches mm. in detail and all that. So when it happened, maybe it was the case that everybody thought, "Oh shit, this is a uh, a loophole that you know, since when you can get Omega for cheap and nobody else knows, I'm gonna go there." Mm. And I say that because last time I remember there was this one experience like 
in school days or JC days or army days when it was Chinese New Year, right? <laughs> uh, Chinese New Year weekend. And I remember me and my other minority friends were like, yo, man, this is the best time to go to the beach. Yeah. Uh, because there will be Singapore, Chinese is make up 75% of Singapore. If everybody's busy, it's going to be fucking empty. Dude, I we went there, right? It was just Indians and Malays and minorities and it was fucking packed, dude. <laughs> it was packed. And I went there, I was like, Oh, so we're not as smart as we thought and everybody thought the same. Yeah, yeah. So that moment has stuck with me, you know, like Mm. stuck with me whenever I think that, okay, no one else is thinking what I'm thinking. I have to force myself to flip. Like everybody is going to be thinking that you're not that smart. You're not that like, oh, investigative and like opportunistic. Mm. So maybe that was the case this time. Everybody thought it was a great opportunity and boom. Yeah. The crowds were insane. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I try to look at it from a... collector's perspective as well like if uh-huh. it's uh, I, I think I have that uh, it's not a good thing to have I have a bit of that that whole uh, collecting hoarding kind of uh, mindset also la, where oh this yeah, is yeah, I know, I know, I know. oh you know you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I know you and I, I, I obviously in that way like, like for you I pass you something sure break one it's sure spoil after like one year <laughs> you, don't, you don't take care you don't cherish it uh. whereas for me what, it's like over cherish it that was a la. false statement <laughs> <laughs> SM58 microphones <laughs> but anyway my point was uh, yeah, like, I have a, I have a bit of that mindset so I think I can sort of rationalize why people are rushing to get it because uh. if anything that we've seen in the past year is that um, there are there are supply chain problems around the world now shortages mm. of everything shortages of PS5 shortages of of you know computer parts shortages of anything so even if something is not limited edition doesn't mean that you they'll be able to restock it within weeks, if not even months. Like mm. I mean, even for me, I want I've been wanting to buy a PS Five for the last year and a half, but I I still can't I still can't get one at all. You know, uh, mm. I can't get one for for retail. I have to. Yeah, I probably need to cough up a few hundred dollars more, and I refuse to because they're supporting the scalpers. But um, yeah. So so I think people maybe they really just want to watch and. Uh, they know that if they don't get it at this launch, it's uh indefinite wait lah. Like it could be months, it could be a year, you know. And by then it's like mm. why even why even bother already lah? There isn't that hype of wearing something new and, and cool already lah. So I can understand mm. to some extent why people are so desperate to get it now lah. Yeah. Mm. So that means but yeah, are you saying that they are getting it because like the collector's mindset is quite prevalent or people are looking to flip it or People just want to buy, get the watch because they want to wear it. Like, what's your hypothesis? I think a bit of of everything, lor. A, a bit of everyone knowing that that this is the world we live in today. There's a there's a war going on. Oil prices are higher, so even they promise that there's more stock coming. It might not come, or they might just they say, oh, it'll be delayed and everything, lah. And and so there there mm. will be some there will be some scarcity at least for for you know a good five six months or something like that, lah. But like that many collectors, ah. That many collectors. Uh, the, the, I mean, I guess, okay, last yeah. time, when it comes to Hello Kitty also, yeah. you would see correct, queues correct. like yeah, that yeah. also, right? So you ask yourself why, right? It's because scarcity. But but I would say that watches in general are one of the items that uh, don't devalue that much over time. Mm-mm-mm. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. collectors range from, you know, young people to very, very old people. Because at the end of the day, when you're old and rich, but and you have a lot of money but not much time, you know, <clears throat> there's only many hobbies that you have. Like everyone is in, you know, everyone, your, all your friends, I'm sure, and the whiskey. 
whiskey and wine are big things hey, why, uh? why 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 oh, okay lucky you say wine I thought mm. oh, all your friends whiskey you know no, we no, all no, sit no. down and drink whiskey and <laughs> no I'm talking about the age demographic <laughs> You know, people lucky, your age, my age. Lucky. People your age, my age. They're all, the wine part. Yeah, a lot of them are all into whiskey and wine. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's just the idea of collecting it rather than actually drinking it and enjoying it that much, like, you know. Mm. Uh, and, and so, and watches also is something that middle-aged people like, like to collect. Because, oh, you know, they feel mm. that there's something they can hand down. There's something they can gift to people. Uh, and it doesn't lose its value so much over time. Compared to anything else, like, even... Say like even like sneakers or something, you know, sneakers you can pay very absorbent prices. But the reality is that if you don't wear your sneakers, they're gonna disintegrate and you know, within like ten yeah, years correct, and they'll be correct. done. Whereas watches, you know, you can say, Oh, this was a vintage watch from twenty years ago and it's still working and everything. And you can still sell it for one pretty penny. F- one friend of a friend who collects watches and yeah, he buys watches, he doesn't even take them out of the packaging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. and and yeah, there's a whole industry there. Like, but this one yeah, and then there was that clip of like uh, in the morning after where people were still queuing up. The <laughs> manager of the Omega store in Singapore came out and tried to explain why there's no more stock. Yeah. And they were just giving it to him. Yeah. And they were saying, you take down our particulars and you give it to us yeah. uh, when the stock comes in. Like, and if there was not enough stock, why you let us queue and all? Then he just says, yeah. after like seven minutes, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, but actually, actually, and then he walks off. There's an interesting discussion there like, because... Some of them were, some of the customers, in spite of it being overnight and everything, having been there overnight, they were very, um, they were trying to be very business savvy about it. Lah. They were saying mm. that this is uh, very bad customer recovery, literally. That's what I quote them. Uh. They were saying that mm. Swatch is not doing customer recovery very well because they promised that, oh, if you queue up, you can get a watch. Uh, but then they never mentioned that it was so limited that there's only like 100 pieces. And so they allow people to queue up, you know what, overnight and everything. And then the next morning, they just said that, oh, we don't have enough anymore. So they're saying that that is, they got tricked into queuing up by Swatch. Ah. So where's the customer recovery? Uh, and they're insisting that, hey, I, you take down my name and you call me when there's, when the stock comes in, I'll be the first one to collect it. Lah. Uh, but then mm. the Swatch manager is arguing that, no, this is a first come, first serve kind of queue. There's no, there's no customer recovery process or anything because there's no guarantee that the, the next batch of stock, I will, I will prioritize you guys first. Uh. So that's where they were arguing about things. Well, what do you think about the argument uh, that there should be customer recovery on Swatch's part and that since they organized the sale of this, that they should be responsible for anyone who queues up for it or so but what was the messaging that they put out? Uh, did they say limited collection? Did they say first come, first serve? Did they say while stocks last or something? No, but yeah, so so that's the interesting thing. Let's say let's say, I'm not hundred percent sure like I wasn't there. But let's yeah. assume that the it was just they just put up barricades for people to queue up like if they want to. If they want yeah. to, but they don't so but they didn't mention that it was uh how much stock they have or anything like that. Like. So I, I would say I'm on the side of the manager. Like. Oh, okay, why? Yeah, because I feel like um there are I mean it's it's part of other things you you queue up for mm. also right like you want to eat chai peng yeah. you want to eat something you want to eat this and if things run out yeah yeah the, there's the space to queue right mm-hmm. but just because you're in the queue i don't think it automatically guarantees you that you're gonna get what you're queuing up for like. correct correct yeah yeah so there was and that's what i was thinking but even if they say while stocks last you know i can i don't know like uh i mean it's gonna be a finite stock right mm. 
there's gonna be a, so that's why when I was watching it I was like yeah I mean okay you stay till 4am and all but I couldn't I didn't f- have any sympathy for them like, but what about you uh? yeah I think customer recovery to me only kicks in when you've actually paid for the product right? yeah, that's right. so if yeah, you that's haven't right. bought any product yet there's no recovery and the yeah. buying the product is dependent on whether there is product right? if there's no product you're not a customer yet right I mean, of course, you, yeah. you maybe you bought other sort watches, but there's other sort watches like that's not relevant to this discussion. So I think I felt like oh yeah lah, these guys probably study a lot, probably studying business degree or that, but the application of it not right lah. Yeah, because in in my mind I was like okay maybe maybe if they had like five hundred and the queue obviously had like ten thousand people, mm. is it on the owners of the store to go and kind of estimate okay a lot of these people are not going to get watches mm. uh, should we give them a heads up and I think like no way yeah. like uh, I don't think it's the responsibility of the store la. so <laughs> that's why I was looking yeah. at it I, I, I think the comments are quite divided also yeah, right yeah. I mean you no actually the comments are I think are quite like like you in favour of pro manager pro manager it's just that I was trying to pass through why those people's uh why, 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 let's say you've been staying up all night and queuing up and then suddenly you get to the front of the queue and then they open and say, sorry, we've no more stock. I mean, you'll be pissed off, lah, but, and, and that's why, I, but, but unfortunately, the logic does not work in your favor, lah, you know, the logic yeah. of customer recovery or I'm going to sit here until you give me what I want. That, that unfortunately wouldn't, uh, doesn't help you in any case, lah. You won't get any sympathy. So- yeah. So maybe the way that they could have thought about it was not so much customer recovery mm. would be like customer, customer, like potential customer, customer loyalty. Uh, yeah. No, like for care for potential customers because yeah. if, I mean the general manager also is probably fucking lacking sleep and all probably, that. Like. Yeah. But if you see these people as like hardcore supporters, maybe just offering something in the, in like to win their loyalty as opposed to recover for an error. Because I don't think they did an error. Mm. But if you have people who queued up, obviously they are willing to buy it, right? Yeah. yeah. So maybe that would be an opportunity. But yeah, it's not customer recovery. Yeah, I don't think there's a much room for customer recovery there. I think maybe, yeah. if anything, they maybe just take down the names uh, of uh, of the people. But, but you don't mm. have to guarantee that you will call them or anything, right? At the end of the day, it's... Or we can try and see what we do, lah. We take down your names for that. So you're saying do empty gestures, like Empty gestures are your mantra for life, uh, Terence. Is it? It's not empty. When I think the important thing is that people need to feel like, like their presence is acknowledged, uh, You know, like like yeah, la, So empty just empty appreciation, la. It's not empty, right? I mean, at the end of the day, sitting down and listening doesn't necessarily, and, and just because you don't say something doesn't mean it's empty. Harish talking all the time <laughs> over people is not necessarily <laughs> communication. I think I, I'm speaking on behalf of myself and your fiancé and all when I say that. La. Just because you talk doesn't mean you're communicating. First of all, don't speak on behalf of my fiancé. Huh? Okay? Because I was about to come over to your house and fucking punch you. Then second of all, I think you can tangibly calculate how many times I talk over you in this podcast and I think it's less than you imagine. You just have this this faint picture of what maybe... I don't even say it used to be because I think, yeah, I... I no, la, I, I, I think you are... You are conjuring stuff in your mind based on uh, isolated events, lah, Terence. As you sit there and convince yourself of, of that, <laughs> of that half truth. I mean, what I what I wanted to say is that that <laughs> they just need to acknowledge the existence of these customers, like you said, and 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 you don't. I yeah. mean, whatever you do with the phone numbers, all that, uh, you know, whatever, lah. But you have. You you could add them to an email list or whatever, lah. It's easy, you know, it's easy to yeah, easy to just like 
find a way to just make them feel like, okay, at least I'm hurt. Like, you can't guarantee that they'll get the new stock of whatever because at the end of the day, again, it's probably first come, first serve basis. And that's the policy, global policy for all sorts of stores, right? But but, yeah. but, but I, I think uh, walking away also, yeah, la, you, you probably have the potential to go viral and lose a lot of customers also. La. Yeah, or maybe just get them coffee, get them McDonald's breakfast or something like that. That would be much. Right? Expensive, kind of things. expensive to, to get to get for them. No, but see, that is a customer, there's an opportunity. To win, yeah. You know, as what correct, the, correct. There's the, there's the Chinese saying, right? What, what's danger is opportunity, is it? Uh, yeah, la, the, thing, the word danger is is made out of crisis. Uh, the word crisis is made out of the words danger and opportunity, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah see, yeah, yeah. yeah, see, correct. Uh, yeah, so, but would so you, would you, would you be, be, if you had a chance to own one of these moon swatches, would you be keen to go and get one or so? But if I don't have to queue la. Yeah, la, if you don't really have to queue, but, me, la, la. but you have to pay for it, la. Uh, I don't think so, la. No. Okay. You're not, uh, not sentimental. Yeah. Would you? Just because you? it's caused such a ruckus in Singapore in the last week, I feel like it's become part of Singapore history in some way already. The, the fact that ministers spoke about it also has <laughs> has brought significance to it, la. You know? Hey, got ministers speak about Will Smith's slap also, what? Chan Chun Singh also weighed in. Correct, huh? but then then yeah, yeah. La, then if you buy the NFT of the of the slap, then yeah, the la, moment then, then this way it's worth a lot of money. You know? <laughs> yeah. So in some yeah, ways the nah, moon swatches have have, have have a life of its own now, so Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'm I'm cool, man. <laughs> I'm cool with that. It's the collector hoarder mentality, la, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I think that the problem is people like me, we attribute too much. Uh, meaning almost to two items, lah. You know, that that. No, but I think that can be good. Like certain items do should be cherished. Mm. I'm not the kind like Mary Kondo everything to just throw out everything. I think certain items should be cherished. But is what value you place on it, like, like for you, cultural value is a big thing, yeah. and I respect that, like. Yeah, yeah, cultural yeah. value. Like even for even me, yeah. in in for me also is like like oh this was the watch that caused Singaporeans to go crazy twenty years ago. The watch. Yeah. Uh, then as you walk along the street, you see people eyeing you like ah that guy never yeah, yeah. get that yeah. guy never get exactly exactly <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be fun just for that lah. But yeah, uh, cool man. Cool, cool. All right, cool cool. So All right. So what is so, your one short comment the last few days? Uh, my one show comment was on the Reddit post for episode 278 where we talked about the POFMA issue to wake up SG. Mm. Um, and it was by Majestic Emergency underscore 8. Um, and this user kind of posted about how uh, they love how this podcast constantly reminds them to be objective mm. uh, and how their thoughts about Wake Up Singapore uh, kind of evolve from, from listening and there's the thoughts on being more forgiving and all that. Like, and to me, those sort of comments mean a lot because that's exactly kind of like what we try to do on this podcast as well. Mm. Uh, so when people kind of say they feel the same way, wow, I feel, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that comment, man. Yeah. Uh, same yeah. same thread as well for me in reference to Mark yeah. W. Jacob who who says, uh, awesome podcast, great to find another It Takes Two player. That was my one shock thing the last time talking about the, the video game It Takes Two. Because uh, mm. you don't see many of them and to hear it as a one-shot thing really warms the cockles of my heart. So yeah, I mean, uh, that's the cool thing when you find uh, you know, someone else in the within the community that, that shares a similar view or or similar interest even in, in your one-shot thing. And that's, that's the, the magic of, of uh, the community that we're building here. 
And why you leave out the second part of his comment where he agreed with oh, me? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He agrees. Purposely, purposely. He purposely agrees with Harish on the Ang Pao rates things. <laughs> it feels like a chicken and egg situation where Ang Pao's... Blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of different views about Ang Pao thing and that's what made it an interesting discussion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a fun discussion. Yeah. Uh, fun discussion. Yeah. Cool. And now for the one shock thing. What's what's your one shock thing, man, for the past few days? Uh, do, you wanna, do you wanna go first? Let me just Can. pull that mine up. Yeah. Uh, I just started uh watching the genius documentary about Kanye West. Mm. I finished the first episode, mm. and I actually like it a lot more than I thought I would. Because I mean, okay, I I haven't listened to much of his music. I've heard his songs, but I can't say I'm a huge fan or something like. Mm. But what I like about the story is uh is a trilogy documentary. I think mm. the third episode just aired this week, and it just uses footage that one of his friends from way back, like from 1998 onwards, started compiling because he already knew that there was something special about Kanye West mm-hmm. and he just said, okay, he's just going to follow him and make a documentary. La. So the footage is, like when Kanye West was already an up-and-coming producer and seeing just how he was trying to navigate moving from Chicago to New York and I think what sold it for me was the footage from way back. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, and also now I'm I'm a lot more curious about Kanye West and all that, and you can't deny that he's a artistic genius. He's super talented. So the first episode, I was like, oh shit, this is this is pretty cool. I I really liked it. Have you seen it? Uh, no, but I'm definitely yeah, definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big, big, it's cool. It's cool. I, I think Kanye West is a yeah, is a cultural icon and it's important. Yeah, to watch and he's a hustler, man. He's a fucking hustler, yeah, thick skin yeah. hustler, man. Thick skin hustler. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so what about you? Yeah, my one shot thing actually is the, it's it's uh, WrestleMania season now. Uh, mm. I know a lot, of, not a lot of people watch wrestling these days, everything. But, uh, in this WrestleMania in particular, has my interest because, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is coming back mm. for a match after after nineteen years after his retirement, uh, and uh, I mean at the end of the day, like yeah, like every time around this period, like uh, you know, I watch a lot of the old WrestleMania matches and and everything, and yeah, I just reminded of Stone Cold Steve Austin how how he really represented a whole generation of uh you know uh wrestlers and wrestling fans and everything, and so for mm. him to come back to in a fight, he's gonna be fighting a you know a current gen wrestler Kevin Owens, uh, and and it's been interesting because there's been. He has not been involved in the build up to the match that much, other than announcing that he's coming back, and just a few mm. promos in here. And there. So no one knows how he's gonna, how how he's gonna look in the ring and everything. I mean, he's he's much older now and all, but but uh, I think the big speculation is whether he's just gonna come in and you know just execute his finishing move and then finish the match, or is he actually gonna have a match? La? That's the that's the big mm. question. No? Like you know, is he actually gonna wow. work a full match? proper match or is he just going to come in I think mid to late 50s at least something like that yeah so it should be interesting and and I think Kevin Owens as a he's a current gen wrestler but he's been doing a good job of like building the hype for the fight by by you know like he he went on the wrestling show Raw last week and Mm. dressed as, as Stone Cold Steve Austin so the audience thought that Stone Cold was coming out but in the end Kevin Owens came out so uh, I think I think it's just interesting watching how how they are trying to hype up a fight where there's actually no real bad blood between the the wrestlers and one wrestler is not even around most of the time and everything. But it is oh. uh, just 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 to see Stone Cold Steve Austin in the ring again. Uh, 
I think I think that that makes it interesting, though. Wow, that's cool, yeah. Yeah. And it's this weekend. This weekend is it? I think it's this weekend. But now WrestleMania is like a full a whole weekend thing, like over two days. They do it over oh, two it? days. Yeah, part it's one, like part a festival. Two. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. WrestleMania festival. Like zook out that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Wow. But cool, man. Yep. All right. Cool. That's a midweek episode for you guys. We yeah. will be back uh end of this week with a potentially special episode. Mm, interesting guest. Let's let's right, let's yeah. see. Interesting guest. Yeah. Let's see. All right. All right, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody.